Good morning. This is Alan Carroll at Carroll Pharmacy in Smithfield, and we are proud to bring you Hope for Today, a program we hope might help you, inspire you, or encourage you and give you hope for today. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Welcome back to another edition of Hope for Today. I have a special guest with me this morning, and her name is Melissa Tart. Melissa is from Four Oaks, and she is the daughter of Mac Thornton and Patty Ennis. Um, Melissa has overcome drug addiction and alcoholism. This morning, she is going to share her experience in the hope that she will give some of you hope for your situation and also the strength to get on the road to recovery. Welcome, Melissa. Hello, Miss Terry. Thank you so much for having me today. Um, You know, it's truly an honor to be here. I can remember the times when I couldn't do anything on this radio station but make the mug shots. You can believe that. But I'm going to start off um, with a poem. Um, A poem from a little girl in fifth grade that um, wrote on drugs and won for... um, Four Oaks Elementary School, and it says drugs. Drugs are a problem, and we're very concerned. When are some people ever going to learn? When you use drugs, things only get worse. Why, sometimes I think drugs are really a curse. Sometimes you lose loved ones you never get back. Drugs kill in many ways, and that's a fact. So please turn to God for the how would you search, for your satisfaction can only be found in His church. We can make the world a better place. Please don't destroy the human race. Let's kick the habit, as they say, so we might all see a brighter day. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit um, about my story, what happened, uh, what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. Um, I have a sobriety date, March 8th, 2017, and by the grace of God, I've not had to pick up any alcohol or drugs since then. Um, I also have a sponsor. She's with me today, and I will let you know that this same little girl that wrote this poem, um, I was educated on drugs. Um, I knew what they could do, but somehow I missed that it could happen to me. Um, I grew up in Four Oaks. I had a great, I had great parents. I still have them today, and I'm very blessed, um, I had most of everything I ever wanted. Um, I was a beauty pageant winner in all types of beauty pageants. Um, 1994, I was Junior Miss Four Oaks. In 96, I was Miss Benson. Um, I always felt, even though I didn't have any reason to, I just felt inadequate. Like I didn't measure up to everybody else. Um, And let's see. I was 14 when I took my first drink of alcohol. Um, I loved it. I can I can remember where I was at, and I can remember getting sick the next morning. And my mom would be like, "Mel, you know, would you do it again?" And just how sick I was, I would still do it again. Um, she would tell me how alcoholism run in my family, and it kind of scared me. Um, so I went on from them, and I did. It's not like I just drank from then on out I didn't do that but I did enjoy it every time I had it um I can tell you I lived in an apartment complex with some friends of mine 
when I was 21, and um, there was some drugs there. And that, when I was 21, I took my first hit of meth, and it was a wrap for me then. Um, let's see, I got, I got married when I was 21. I was pregnant. Um, I ended up losing my first child at eight months. Um, God just didn't see things to be right. And so when I got done with that, um, I turned to drugs. That's just what I turned to. Um, and then, let's see, that marriage didn't work out to say the least. And I came home and I looked another guy just like him. And I ended up um, with this guy for a while, and we got married, and we had a little boy, Evan, and I have him today. Um, he's a big part of my recovery. I won't say he is the reason why I recover, but he sure does play a big role in it. Um, so, of course, when the relationships are based on drugs, what happens? You know, you just don't stay together. Um Evan was one when we split up, and <clears throat> he um, decided he would use, and I would get out of it, and, you know, when you get around the wrong people, you get the wrong things. Um, I started smoking dope again um, around the wrong people right after... Let's see, we split up, and um, it, it, just, it was just a downhill spiral. Um, you know, with the wrong crowd, and anything that you can possibly ever imagine could happen to somebody in addiction, it's happened to me. Um, I will tell you that um, in that short six years... Um, I ended up, when Evan was three, I lost all custody rights to Evan, um, being that he couldn't even be in the car with me, and my parents stuck with this. Um, I had to have supervision. Um, I have went through countless, um, jail time. I have spent months in jail. I have went to treatment. Um, I've been to treatment three times. And what I can tell you that is if I had wanted, I wanted to be clean for a long time, but I was not willing to do anything different. And I, and I just didn't listen. Um, I thought I knew it all. And, let's see, I lost all custody rights, and it went downhill, um, as if it wasn't already. I started shooting meth, IV and meth, and, I mean, just lost everybody, you know. Uh, my mom, she nearly loved me to death, but everybody has a breaking point, and, to be honest with you, it is only by God's grace that I'm sitting here today um, explaining and telling my story. Um, I will tell you that this last time that I got in trouble, um, 
I was locked up for identity theft and anything you could think of back between Harnett and Johnston County. And um, I was locked up for 22 days this last time. And when I got home, I thought, you know, things are going to be different. I'm going to change. I'm going to go to treatment. And, you know, that's really where the miracle happened at. Because if those people weren't there to do their jobs, you know, and to stop people and to get people's attention, mine would have never be gotten. Um, so I came home from treatment, and I had five days. Um, I mean, jail, and I had five days. Well, in that five days... About day three, I used again, and I thought, you know, there's got to be more to life than this. Life don't have to end. You know, every day was like a a gloomy, um, dark, isolated, depressed day. And what I can tell you is, is that I knew my grandmother had prayed for me my whole life, and she, all she ever wanted was for me to be clean. And I can tell you that I did get to see my grandma before she passed away, um, finally clean from drugs. And, you know, prayers help. They do. Um, But what I'm going to tell you is I went to treatment um, this last time. I went to treatment for uh, 28 days at Hope Valley. And um, I took 60 days worth of dope to a 30-day treatment center, and they got it. They found it, and thank God that they did. Because when they did, I was sent to detox for five days somewhere. I, I turned 37 years old there. Um, I just had lost everything, and it was time for me to reach out and ask God for help, you know, because that's clearly what I was lacking. And if you remember the poem, it definitely says that in there. Um But I hit my knees, and I asked God to help me. And I didn't know how he would help me, and I didn't know what he could do. But I knew it had to be better than it was. And I can remember sitting there on the phone with my little boy in that treatment center, and I'd think, you know, God, if I can just get home one more time, I won't never be in this situation again. And I will tell you that AA saved my life. Um, I went to that treatment center. They told me to get a sponsor, and they told me to get a home group. Um, what they told me was no lie. Um, I can remember about two weeks in, um, at Hope Valley, the world turned back to color. Um, everything had been so dark for so long, and I was walking around there at Hope Valley, and, you know, everything just got bright all of a sudden. The grass was green. I started functioning again, um... And now don't get me wrong, just in two weeks, I won't well by no means, and I'm not cured now. But what I can tell you is life started happening. And I knew they didn't ask me to go to a long-term treatment facility when I left there because of Evan and because they had seen a change in me that I hadn't seen. Um, they told me to get a sponsor. They told me to go to 90 meetings in 90 days, and I did. When I left there, I thought, you know what, I'm going to try this out for one year, and if it works for me, good. If it don't, they assured me that I could go right back to where I wanted to go to. So I came home, and I went to AA. And, you know, I'm really not supposed to say much about AA on here, but what I will tell you, friends, is that if it can save my life, it can save anybody's life. Um, 
I just sat down and I listened. I got a sponsor. I worked some steps. And, you know, slowly over time, I was able to let God in. You know, it built a foundation that I needed um, to develop a conscious contact with a God that I understood, you know, a God where, as when I was a little girl, if you did some of the things that I did, you went to hell. And, you know, I had to come to, you know, realize that God, my God is into forgiving business and he can forgive anybody. You know, he, he didn't say that this was going to be easy and nobody ever did. They just said that it was going to be worth it. And it truly has been. Um, since recovery, um, number one thing is, is I do have a relationship with a higher power today that keeps me sane and keeps me grounded. I still attend a lot of the meetings. I attend AANNA and, um, I'm very active in those meetings. I had to be, you know, I had to get involved in something more than what I was involved in for many, many years. So I battled this disease um, for 15 years. I battled doing meth for 15 years. And um, I never thought life could be any different. I never thought God could be forgiving. I never thought I could even ride in the car with my child um, without supervision. Um, I never, I never saw things to be good. Um, Everything was just so dark. But what I will tell you today is I still have, I got back some custody rights of that little baby. You know, um, that little boy that I'd promised in sitting in treatment that his mama was going to come out and be better for him. You know, she finally was. Um, I get to be at his school today. I get to do things as a mom. I get to be a friend today. I get I get to be a daughter today, a daughter to parents that have loved me regardless and didn't deserve anything. You know, I was taught right. I did wrong all on my own. Um, let's see. And, you know, I've been baptized since um, coming in to recovery. Um I felt at home at a church coming into recovery. Um, I have went to a 20-year class reunion with friends that were sure they would reunite at my funeral. Um, 2018 was the first whole year I can say that I went without doing any drugs or drinking anything at any kind. Um, I'm coming up on two years now in March. And, you know, this is a learning process for me. It is definitely a daily reprieve. Um, It is something that I want. It is something that I work at. I have a lot of people call me and a lot of people send me messages and ask me, you know, there's just no hope for um, their loved one or friend in recovery that they just don't see any hope But what I'm here to tell you is God can take the worst of the worst and bring you out of it. And, you know, he just didn't bring me out of it. He made me sane and whole feeling. And that's what I've never felt my whole entire life. Um, 
So I just, I really want to thank Miss Terry, and I want to thank you guys. Um, I hope you got something out of this. And if anyone needs any help with anything when it comes to alcoholism and drug drug addiction, um, please reach out. Reach out. If I don't know um, what to do, I can find somebody to help you. That's just the way we work. Um, again, I life isn't the way that I definitely want it to be, but I tell you what, it's a lot better than it's ever been. Thank you so much. Thank you, Melissa, for being here this morning and telling us your story, and it was quite a story. I'm sure those of you who are listening were just sort of amazed like I was and just very thankful that she was able to to come out of all these problems that she's had in her drug addiction and her alcoholism. And two or three questions that I had as, as I was listening to her, because I was listening for the first time just like you are right now, um, and I want to ask her where her home group is, where she goes to AA on a regular basis, because I know they have groups all over everywhere. Yes, Miss Terry. Um, I go, my home group is in Dunn, the Dunn group. You know, we meet on Wednesdays and Sunday nights. 7:30. We have a speaker meeting every Sunday night. And, you know, that's just where that was just a place I felt at home at. That's what why I made it my home group, but I also go to NA2. Um well, I want to say that um, I was at that Dunn meeting last night because our son, Alan Carroll, and some of you won't know this, but he is in recovery, and he was picking up his chip for, he has been in recovery for nine years, so we were there to support him, and so we are thankful that he was able to, to come out of um, alcoholism and drug addiction and um so anyhow, we're just real proud of him, and so he got his nine-year chip, so we're just, he's doing well, and as long as you do well, and you do, you know, go to these AA meetings and get the support from other people who have traveled that road, you'll do all right. So there is hope for people out there, and I wanted to ask Melissa how long she has been in recovery. Um, March 8th, 2017 is my clean date, so I'm coming up on two years clean, and now I've been to a lot of meetings in two years, and um, I still like to attend them. Well, Alan's the same way. He goes to many uh, meetings um, every month. And and your son, Evan, that you spoke of, how old is Evan now? Miss Terry, Evan just turned nine. Okay. And he goes to Benson Elementary School. All right. That is wonderful. Well, she mentioned um, that she went to a drug treatment place in Hope Valley, which is in Pilot Mountain, North Carolina. So I'm going to throw the name of that out there. And the first place that she went was Fellowship Hall. And that is in Greensboro, and I'm sure many of you have heard of that. But I also want to mention a place that a friend of mine's granddaughter um, has gone to, and it's a a free drug rehab place. And the name of it is Mercy Multiplied. They have several places uh, in the United States, maybe three, four, or five, but it is free. And I just want to throw that out there because I know a lot of people that are addicted to drugs or alcohol do not have the resources, or maybe they've been to rehab so many times that Mm -hmm. that people aren't going to keep shelling out the money for them to go. So anyway, um, I thank you very much for coming in today, Melissa. I know that there are going to be people out there that are going to get on the road to recovery. They're going to get to those AA meetings, and it's going to change lives because you were here this morning. I want to leave you this morning with this Bible verse from Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to Hope for Today, brought to you each Sunday morning by Carol Pharmacy. 
We hope the message today has helped and encouraged you. If we can ever help you with your prescriptions, over-the-counter medications, or vaccines, we hope you will come in to our family-owned and operated independent pharmacy, where outstanding customer service is our goal. 